What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, welcome to our bonus episode this week. Mm-hmm. We are so excited. We have Nadia on today and we couldn't be more thrilled. She was definitely one of my favorites when watching Indian matchmaking. We're so lucky that she agreed to come on and be part of our bonus content between our seasons one and two. So right now we're working on getting season two underway. And so in the meantime, we just wanted to share this with you all. And the conversation we have with Nadia is around her dating life, around her preferences, anything post-show related or just questions during the show. So it's really funny, really insightful. She's very sweet and down to earth. So as Farheen said, we're happy to have talked to her. It's pretty exciting to hear her behind the scenes takes and hear about, you know, all of the ways she ended up on the show and her takeaways and how she feels about how she was portrayed. So yeah, she answers all of our questions about her experience and we hope you guys love this episode. We are going to be doing things a little bit differently. We'll release this episode here um, on the podcast page, but also we will release the unedited video call that we had with Nadia where we interviewed her if you want to see this interview instead of listen to it you can do that on our instagram we will post that entire video on our igtv enjoy and we will catch you in season two this is podvocative Well, thank you so much. Welcome to our show. We are so, so, so excited to have you. Um, I'm uh, fangirling a little bit right now. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So just want to start out by asking, um, how did you get on the show? Yeah, so um, the dance company that I'm with, we get casting emails for random projects all the time. And my girlfriend, who was in charge of the email server or whatever the address, forwarded me the casting email. And she was like, you should do this. And it was like, are you a single South Asian millennial? And I was like... Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and so that was kind of it. I, I I sat on it for a little while and I was like, okay, do I really want to do this? Like the flyer looked fake. Like I didn't even think it was real. And then I was like, you know what? I have like nothing to lose. Let me just 
apply. Um, and so it was just like, send a picture of yourself, answer three questions or whatever, and that's it. I had like two casting calls at the time. And then they just went radio silent for like six months. And so they called me six months later and they were like, hey, are you still single? Do you want to be a part of this? And I was like, sure. Um, and then I just had to go through a few other like screening tests and, and things like that, background check, et cetera. And here I am, here we are, <laughs> the rest is history. So what, I mean, when you were starting out, like what were your initial thoughts going into it when they started filming? Um, you know, was it something that kind of made you nervous or were you excited to jump in? Um, well, like I said, I thought it was fake. So until they like showed up at my house, I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, until I see this on TV, like, is this real? Cause like at any moment, all of these shows can get cut. So I was like, I'm not going to like get my hopes up that like, it's going to be something unless I really know. Um, but going into like the dates, it was exciting, but also like, okay, it's just a date, but there's a camera in my face. and You know, it's whatever. I felt comfortable, but I don't know. At the same time, I was like, maybe I can find someone through this. Like, who knows? So I was hopeful. But yeah, it was definitely a strange feeling. <laughs> yeah, I can totally imagine. Were the cameras ever like a deterrent? I know you said they were in your face. Did you get used to them? And like, what was the filming process like? I think, I mean, the first, it was probably like the first like five minutes where I was just like, uh, it's weird. Like having the camera, like at some points it was literally like behind me, like, you know, shooting my date. So that was like a little strange, but um, otherwise the camera was fine. Like I honestly didn't really think much of it. I had done in front of camera work before, so it felt natural to, to just be myself. But I guess the process, the one thing like of the, like, I guess behind the scenes process was like, lighting takes so long so like they would come in they'd be like okay we have to light the scene and then they like would light everything and I was like how did that take that long but then you like see it on camera and you're like wow it's I mean visually I mean obviously you guys saw the show it was just absolutely stunning um and so I thought they did uh an amazing job with that so just logistically like what did the timeline look like how long were you filming when did filming start and because I know you were only in the first like few episodes Mm -hmm. um so my this was filmed all last year um my part was from May through basically what was October it was like the last week of September um and so that was like kind of my little segment but I mean they were obviously traveling around and, and filming everybody else I'm not sure exactly when they started um, but everything I believe wrapped like end of last year or like very 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 early of this year I didn't I didn't realize it was all of last year I guess um, yeah I mean they went back and forth to India like a few times and then from from us like we Obviously, they were by, with me. They were in Texas with uh, Aparna and Vyasar. Then, like, we went to Chicago when, when I was with Shaker. So they were, like, traveling around a lot. Do you travel with, like, the camera crew and, like, the makeup crew and stuff? Like, what, what was your travel looking like? Um, we didn't have a makeup person. So I, what my face was, was my face. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't really travel. They really came to me. The only time was when we were in Chicago and, and they were already there. So I just met them there or me and my mom. <laughs> so do you feel like the show represented your journey and you the way you would have wanted? Did it represent you accurately? 
Yeah, 100%. Um, I think what everybody saw was me being me. You saw me laughing, you saw me crying, you saw me at work, you saw me at a wedding, you saw me with my family. And so that that's just me. I think, like I said, I felt very comfortable in front of the camera. So I didn't feel like I had to like put up a front of any kind. So yeah, I thought that they did a really great job in, in capturing that. You know, I guess I would be curious because I feel like we there's this perception around reality TV and what's real and what's not. Do you like was everything represented around you real around the people that you met around the dates that you had, you know, the emotions and the conversations like was all of that really authentic? Yeah, um, there was only the only thing we had to engage with the other person was kind of like why you chose to use a matchmaker, what made you use a matchmaker. Otherwise, everything was was us. Um, That was actually us on dates meeting for the first time. um, And, you know, it just are very raw, like kind of emotions. And so then, you know, obviously you can't have like a three hour date in, in a, you know, 40 minute episode. Um, so, you know, obviously things were cut, but um, yeah, that was, that was the only thing that we, that we like had to talk about or that we were asked to talk about. Yeah. I have like a logistical question. So like you're on the dates and then you have these like interview moments afterward where you're kind of reflecting and they sort of intersperse that with the date. Um, So when do those interviews happen and when are you answering those questions? And is it like very quickly after the date when you've had time to like reflect or is it immediate? Um, So the kind of like confessionals right after were right after the date. Um, So we would finish the date and then they'd be like, okay, wait right here. And then we would go, we would film, like they would take one of us, they would film our reaction, then they would swap us and film the next person's reaction. And it was like very immediate right after. I always love those because I'm literally always thinking like, what is she thinking during this? And then they like insert like a thought bubble. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love those too, like seeing seeing how it it came out obviously I knew what I said but I never knew what the other person had said so it was definitely really interesting to uh to see that for me too (laughs) were you surprised by any of it like anything that people had said in their own confessionals about you um I didn't know that guru was so upset that I ordered a mimosa at lunch or at brunch um and I was like that part was so funny (laughs) like a little shocked by that I was like okay I have like maybe two mimosas like at brunch and I was like okay what a normal thing yeah Yeah. and I was like okay so I didn't realize that like that was such a big deal or that was like said on his part but I mean it is what it is I wanted my mimosa and I got one so (laughs) that's so funny so when you initially told your parents that you were going to be on this and I know your your mom was on the show with you what was their reaction to coming on? They, my parents, like, bless their souls, they, I come to them with, like, crazy ideas all the time. <laughs> so for them, when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, do this Netflix thing, they were like, what? <laughs> um, and the first time they actually came, I mean, I said it on the show, was actually only three weeks after my parents had their kidney transplant. So my mom, that was, like, the first time she had put 
real clothes on, makeup on, and was around people since the surgery. Um, my dad, unfortunately, couldn't be a part of that first like go around with them um, because he literally had to be like quarantined before it was cool. And um, he was able to join us like for another time when when they came and and be a part of it. But my parents are like very supportive, so they were just like, "Here we go." <laughs> so you know, I think in the show we saw like you were presented with all of these matches and all of these um, men, and then you kind of had you got to choose um so what did that process actually look like and you know how much time did Simanti spend getting to know you and were you actually really happy with the matches that she brought you do you feel like she was understanding your preference as well yes yeah, so what you guys saw like she literally came to my house sat spoke to my family and and we chatted we had lunch we like spoke a few times even on the phone before um she had all of my like audition film all of my questionnaires all of my my everything that i gave to the show like she also had and you know that kind of gave her a good insight into who i was i believe they also spoke to like the, we had to do a psych like analysis i think she also spoke to them and so when she came she showed me the the three matches literally like consecutively as as you saw um and we sat i sat with my mom and my aunt and we talked about it and we were just like okay cool and then uh you know we from there i i decided like how i wanted to to see them and that was it yeah i had ranked guru first because i was like oh he's half guyanese like the, you know he was like the front runner at that point and then uh yeah <laughs> to answer the second part of your question i think i understand why she chose each match for me and on paper i could see what you know what she was bringing or what they brought to the table or to, to compliment me or what I told her that I was looking for. So I, I get that. But again, like after meeting somebody and, and if the chemistry is there or not there, like that's a whole other story. They can look great on paper, but yeah. So had you used dating apps before and how did this compare? Because I know you said like, obviously someone can look good on paper. You don't know how that, that translates. And I feel like that's really how I've experienced dating apps. So mm -hmm. kind of like, what's your take on that? Yeah, I've tried ever. I was on the apps. I was having my friends introduce me, family introduce me, whoever, whoever, whoever. But like nothing was working. So I hadn't used a matchmaker before. And honestly, using a matchmaker is kind of like a personal personalized app, you know, you put your same like filters or criteria to to the matchmaker and they they spit out you know whatever algorithm like she uses um and and she brings you the matches and so it's i guess similar in that way uh because you know you input your preferences and then the output is is somebody that you can date and similar to you know swiping and seeing them on the app um you just read their their profile and you see their photo and you decide whether or not you want to go out with them so um it's pretty much the same thing it's just that um you would hope if they are spending the money for a matchmaker that they might be a little bit more serious in their intention of being in a relationship rather than, you know, on an app, if it's just like hookup culture or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that was like the biggest difference for me was that I was hoping that, you know, there was serious candidates. Yeah, that makes sense. What were the reactions of your community? Like, did you watch the show when it aired, like with your friends? Um, what did your parents think of or your family think of when they watched the show? Like, how was that when it aired? Um, I watched the show by myself. I woke up at 5 a.m. Uh, the, the day it aired. It actually technically aired at like 3 a.m. Um, 
like in New York or in Jersey Eastern time. Um, and I was like, I don't need to wake up at three. I can wake up at five. And so I woke up at five and I already had like 200 messages on my phone. And I was just like, I cannot even look at my phone because I don't know what is going to be on the camera or on the show. And so I just sat down, started watching. I watched it by myself. That was Thursday. Friday night, I had my friends come over. Saturday night, I watched with my family and like two of our family friends. And everyone was just like, oh my God, like, you know, everyone was so excited. Nobody, you know, was shocked or like in any way, because they were just like, you would do something like this. And so it was, uh, it was just really cool. But I think the larger community, you know, since the show's aired, I've gotten the craziest, sweetest, like kindest messages from people, you know, who are Indian, but not from India. And they're, you know, sharing their stories with me and, and telling me how much they can relate. And so I think the the greater community benefited probably more from it than, um, than my like immediate circle. That's amazing to hear because that you provided that representation. And I have a best friend or like a really good friend growing up in high school that was Guyanese. So I knew of the culture, but I only mm-hmm. knew friends that watched the show that were like, I didn't even know of this culture. And, and so it was really cool to see that being represented um, for sure. Did you expect the show to be such a hit and to for it to be so wide reaching? I did not, honestly. I was like, who is going to watch this? Like, A, it's like very specifically Indian. And then B, it's about matchmaking. And yes, matchmaking happens in other cultures in, you know, a variety of ways. But I was just like, oh, I don't know. But then like COVID happened and people were dying for content and really eager to to watch things. Um, And I think one of the universal kind of themes that it was about was about finding love. And I think it was kind of lighthearted and, you know, something to to take people's mind off of the terrible situation that, you know, we're all kind of living through at home right now. Um, And so I feel like that was probably, you know, those things compounded on each other were, were probably uh, some of the reasons why it, it took off the way it did. Yeah. And, and I think in the South Asian community in particular, like dating is sometimes like a taboo topic. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Like it's not something we often share like with our families and stuff. Did you feel that when you were on the show? Like was it weird for, you know, your parents to watch you going through the process and going through sort of the range of emotions associated with that? Because I I feel like it's one thing to tell your parents that you're dating and another thing for them to watch you do it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I remember like the first time I watched it with my mom, she saw that I was like pouring the wine um, when Vinay and I were on a date and she was like, that's a heavy pour. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I was like, okay. Um, And then like also on like our little GoPro when Vinay like recorded us kissing. I was like, why would you do this? I got so mad. I actually didn't want to do that. And then the fact that like we did it and then it like aired was like, so that was so awkward for me. I literally was like, please don't do this because there's a chance it could be on there. And I was like, I don't want to like people seeing me kiss somebody else. Like, and it was so awkward. That's why it like looked more awkward than it, than it was. But yeah, I think um, my parents are cool. I don't think there was anything like bad that was like said or anything that was done that was probably the one like awkward moment where I was just like oh fast forward this Um, but otherwise it was it was fine yeah it's funny that you say that because I I think that's like the only kiss right that was on the show and so I was even watching it with my parents and even just watching it I was like "Uh, I don't see it I don't see it like and it wasn't even me yeah and then like I met I'm like oh my god the whole world saw this awkward thing and then like yeah it's it was very weird (laughs) did you have any agency on like so I know you said like you didn't know that it would air or would it air could you tell the producers like hey can you cut this thing out or you had no agency on it um I'm sure if I was like very I felt very strongly about something and I and I asked nicely maybe they would do it because this is my real life and um you know my life goes on after this and my you know reputation is like kind of on the line so if there was something that we like really wanted I'm sure they would have worked with us but then at the same time like I, I don't know if they would even care I don't know that makes so, sense. yeah yeah that was like the only thing and I didn't even think I was just like all right whatever and then when it's there I was like oh <laughs> so yeah so would you now looking back use a matchmaker again in the future even if it wasn't part of a show it's not off the table but I would definitely want to comb through the matches more closely um, because matching me with someone who's a vegetarian and a vegan and doesn't drink probably isn't you know foundation for a good good start so I think that would probably be something I would make sure was screened a little bit more closely but otherwise yeah I'm, I'm not opposed to to using a matchmaker again so you know what is your love life look like now assuming since you said you would use a matchmaker again um have you dated anyone since the show um have people reached out to you interested in dating you since seeing you on tv my dms are absolutely bonkers right now um since the show aired i have not been able to get to the bottom of them like it is just constantly 99 plus and i cannot i cannot there's no physical amount of time to be able to answer everybody. Um, so yeah, proposals, boys, girls, everybody around the world, pe- moms emailing me being like, here's my son. Like I loved you and your family, like blah, blah, blah. Swear on my LinkedIn. I was like, LinkedIn is a professional networking site people. And then like literally almost a thousand friend requests on LinkedIn. And I was like, are you joking? You guys just saw my entire life on the show. And like, now you got to go to my LinkedIn. I was like, leave it to a brown person to be like, what does she do for work? 
So yeah, it's it's just been insane. Um, but I mean, COVID hasn't done any of us any favors for dating. So that's that. <laughs> Would you consider entertaining any of the proposals that are in your inbox? There are a few where I'm like, okay, like my cousin told me about this one guy um, who's in Toronto. And he I literally opened my like inbox to go message him. And then he was already there. And I was like, wow. But otherwise, like, unless it was a person that I could like have a reference for, um, I would not uh, consider that because there's a lot of creepers in the world. (laughs) So are you still looking for someone with similar culture or are you open? I'm open to anyone. I was always open. I've only really dated Indian guys. Although my first boyfriend in high school in ninth grade, Drew Logan, bless his soul. He was this like burly Italian man. (laughs) That didn't work out. Yeah. Otherwise, like I've only dated Indian guys, but I'm open to to all cultures and, and people. It's just finding somebody who kind of already understands why I do certain things or how I do certain things is, is just a little bit easier, but I'm not writing anybody off. Do you think there's a reason why people, especially I think South Asian people, choose to date so much within their own communities um, and choose to stick so closely within you know their culture? And was your experience different when you dated outside of the community? I do understand why people do. Like I said, it's it's kind of that ease and, and comfort of, of somebody understanding you. I'm like, I guess, stubborn in that fact where like it obviously hasn't worked with a brown guy because every brown guy is like, I only want to marry a Gujarati girl. I, I only want to marry this kind of girl or this kind of girl. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, and even one point my mom was like, you should probably stop dating brown guys because it's not working. And I was like, mom, I I guess hadn't learned my, haven't learned my lesson yet and so I just keep trying and maybe thinking that someone's going to be open-minded enough to want to get to know me and be like okay it's okay that you're Guyanese there's so many other things that you know we have in common did you feel like any sense of discrimination on the show because I know even in one of her confessionals Simanti was like oh I'm gonna match her with this guy because he's Guyanese like do you ever feel like she like took that really heavily into consideration when you know deciding who to match you with or how to pair you or do you feel like that resulted in you know any type of different treatment toward you on the show I would like to think not I think it was a nice coincidence that Guru was also half Guyanese I mean even from hearing like her her one comment like Nadia's Guyanese so she won't have a lot of options and it was like okay cool like that's you know, story of my life. But also like, it was weird to hear that from her rather than from a guy. And also reinforce the fact that people are so close off to the reach of India, that they don't even want to take a second to be like, Oh, wait, maybe she's more similar to us than we thought. Or like, Oh, wait, maybe this is actually not that different. I would hope that it didn't affect but I mean, I'm sure it did a little bit. Looking back, is there any significant things that you would do differently? And now have your preferences changed? Or are you looking for something specifically or something different? I would say maybe, yeah, like making sure our eating and drinking preferences align. But um, otherwise, nothing, I would not do anything differently. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, This has been a lot of fun. We had a lot of listener engagement when we announced that you were going to be on. So we'll kick off some listener questions. So Sana Banjwani wants to know, dating can be a confidence booster, but also a confidence 
breaker in uh, a lot of situations. So how did you remain happy and positive? Because we did see a lot of that on the show and then also saw you get emotional at some points too. Yeah. Um, so I actually had read this book. Um, it's called It's Just a F- Date. And it really just explains that like going into a first date is like not the end of the world. Like it's just a date. It's just two humans going to a mutual location, either sharing a meal or getting a drink or doing an activity and like if you marry this person, that's great. And if you don't like, that's great too. And it's okay. Um, and so it really changed my perspective on dating. Cause I feel like people just put so much pressure on themselves to like be this person or be some type of way or be, you know, put up this front, but like, that's not real. Um, and also I'd say that book helped me a lot. And then the second thing, like I said on the show was like, I go in with like, very low expectations. Otherwise I just get disappointed. And I feel like that's kind of maybe what happens to, to other people as well, but they just don't maybe recognize it as that. And so, yeah, that definitely helps. Love those tips. I think that'll help a lot of listeners because I feel like everyone has similar frustrations. Hina Sumani asked, was Seema Auntie a snake? Honestly, I probably got along best with Seema because I honestly, so she reminded me of my dance teacher growing up. So like, I felt very close to her, like right off the bat. And then, I mean, I even sat on the show too. I was like, I feel like you're my aunt who like came to just, you know, match me. So yeah, I mean, I, I really liked her. Um, there was definitely some controversy with some of the other cast members and, and with her. Um, but for my experience, I did not feel that way. Shaina Banwadia and Sana Imran want to know, how has your life changed since the show aired? Changed a lot. Well, one, my DMs are, <laughs> are blowing up, literally. You, like, I became a, I'm going to use very, very, very heavy quotes on this, like an influencer almost overnight. I don't know how to do content. I don't know how to engage with people on like on social so that's like a very strange thing i've gotten recognized a a lot i go i went to the dentist two days after like i have braces right now right and so i went to the orthodontist the same dentist slash orthodontist i've been going to my entire life and like they're like oh my god nadia and i was like i've literally been coming here for the last 20 years and now you want to say oh my god nadia but yeah like things like that i mean i was in new york city these random girls start screaming my name and i'm like looking they're like nadia nadia i'm like looking for like my friend or you know somebody that i know and it's like these three girls in their fire escape being like oh my god hi we loved you and then like i got messages i got like other people just being like hey great job on the show um so like that kind of stuff is very strange uh i had someone show up at my house which was like a little scary they literally rang my doorbell and we're let, like my mom answered the door and was like they were like oh does Nadia live here and my mom was like who are you um and he's like oh, I just recognized your house so I like want to come say hi so my parents stepped up the security at home that's for sure so yeah I mean there's definitely been uh kind of changes all around that sounds so <laughs> scary oh my god yeah that was like the only super creepy moment you know men in my dms also being creeps but like they don't show up at my house so that's okay but like yeah that one was definitely like a little strange suman himani asks did vinay ever hit you up again he has messaged me one time since the show came out but i have not responded because we are not friends we weren't friends before this and and we aren't friends now and so um, i don't really feel the need to respond alaya 
wants to know, how was the matchmaking experience for you? I mean, I thought it was great. I, like I said, I, I understand why she chose each of the matches for me. I liked kind of the personalized filters that, that I was able to give her. I don't see it much different than, than, you know, dating or swiping on an app, but except for, you know, the actual like human factor of it. But otherwise, yeah, I, I think I had a good experience with it. Zahir Kishwani asked, was the show edited to remove a lot of context? Context? I can't speak to. I wasn't the show editor, but they were filming with us for days and days and days. You can't fit that much into, you know, eight hours on the show. So, so yeah, obviously things were removed. Zahir Kishwani asks, did you ever meet Aparna or I guess as an add-on, anyone else that was on the show? I never met them in person. No. I mean, COVID kind of stopped us all from traveling. I actually didn't know of any of the other cast members. I knew of Aparna through Shaker, but I didn't know of anybody else. Did you reach out to anyone, like any of the other cast members, or did anyone reach out to you? Aparna had reached out to me maybe like a day or two before the show came out. And then once it aired and, and we saw who everyone was, then we all kind of like connected on, on Instagram. And then we started like a Facebook group with, with just us. So a bunch of us are are in touch and it's kind of cool. So Inara asks, do you think other women on the show with tougher personalities than you were treated differently and told they were being too stubborn and you were favored because you were sweet? You can definitely see a, you know, a different dynamic. I don't know. I can't speak to, to everybody else's experience just from seeing it. Like I can't even judge because like I said, it's just a small clip of, of what happened. I just know for myself being nice is, never a bad thing so that's just kind of how I, I live <laughs> and our last question is what is next for you I can't even tell you what I'm having for dinner tonight like I have literally <laughs> been doing this like one day at a time I have two projects that are in the works that I'm hoping that will come out by the end of the year which is very quickly approaching so we'll we'll see on that timeline yeah I can't really share many other details other than that as of now it's just working weddings and trying to get through my DMs. <laughs> One day you'll hit the bottom of that 99. I'm hoping. <laughs> awesome. So that ends our questions and all the listener questions. So this last portion, so it'll be really like random questions that we'll ask. And okay. just tell us the first thing that pops up in your mind. You'll have 90 seconds to answer 12 questions. Okay. Okay. Ready, set, go. What is your favorite form of potato? Waffle fries. What's your favorite holiday? My birthday. It's Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> well, that's something you should do, but you probably won't get around to. Cleaning my bathroom today. <laughs> what is your go-to order at your favorite restaurant? Moscow Mules, usually. Anywhere I go. Always a go-to. If you were an inanimate object, what would you be? A planner. Window or aisle? Window. If you could raid one person's closet, whose would it be? Mm, Chrissy Teigen. At what age did you learn the most about yourself? I don't know, every age. What TV sitcom family would you be a member of? Ah, um, Modern Family, so the Dunphys. <laughs> what compliment do you like receiving the most? You're beautiful. Last book you read? Um, I'm still reading um, Interpreter of Maladies. Awesome. Okay, so that was 11 out of 12, and then we can ask you the last question. <laughs> sure. Um, so this one's kind of funny because you are famous, but <laughs> if you're famous, what would you be famous for? 
<laughs> um, going on dates in public with the camera around. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this and for coming on. We had so much fun, and obviously, we just saw you on TV, so had no clue what to expect. But you are just as wonderful in real life. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, this was so fun. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.